I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Police say the man charged with a DUI while driving a bus full of kids also didn't have a license. I'm Megan Cloherty. Some schools shifting the focus and helping students learn to read. I'm Neil Augenstein. Next week, we turn clocks back. How to keep kids' sleep patterns on track. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Police say the overnight attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband was anything but random. Here's correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Sources tell CBS News the suspect tried to tie Paul Pelosi up and aimed to wait, quote, until Nancy got home. When police arrived, they witnessed the 42-year-old suspect using a hammer to beat the 82-year-old investor. That suspect, David DePepe, is said to have told police he was waiting for the speaker. One source describes DePepe's social media accounts, which have since been taken down, as being littered with angry posts about Democratic politicians. CBS's Scott McFarland says it's part of a trend. A dramatic rise in investigations of threats against members of Congress. Nearly 10,000 of them in the past year, according to records obtained by CBS News. That's a dramatic increase from just a few years ago. The violent political rhetoric that exists on so many different platforms is potentially driving this. Rock and roll legend Jerry Lee Lewis has died. He'd been in failing health for some time, but his music legacy has always stayed strong. Here's Harley Carnes. Jerry Lee Lewis learned to play the piano at the age of eight. By the time he was 14, according to his family, he was as good as he was ever going to get. described his musical talent as a gift from God. Other people, they practice and practice, he said. These fingers of mine, they got brains in them. You don't tell them what to do, they do it. Jerry Lee Lewis was 87. Now that he's taken ownership of Twitter, Elon Musk says he'll form a content moderation council to assess future policy on posting and reinstating banned accounts. Musk has already made his mark, firing several of the company's top executives. CBS's Naomi Ruckham. Analysts say it's not entirely surprising that Elon Musk would clean house. But this normally takes months or years, not right away, not day one. This is yet another signal that Musk believe the company was poorly run and wanted to change fast. The Democrats are bringing out the heavy hitters tonight for a key and close U.S. Senate race. CBS's Natalie Brand. With control of Congress at stake, President Biden and Vice President Harris traveled to Pennsylvania tonight for a fundraiser for that battleground state's Democratic candidates. That includes Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, who is in a tight Senate race with Dr. Mehmet Oz. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, in a hot mic moment, expressed optimism about the Pennsylvania race, but concerns for Georgia's Senate race. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 828 points. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. Good afternoon. It is 4.03. Thanks for being with us on this chilly Thursday, October the 28th. It is 59 degrees.
Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Dimitri Sotis. Our top story is your investments. Pretty good way to end the week here on Wall Street. Let's get all the details, a bit of context. We go live to WTOP's Jeff Claybaugh. Dimitri, the notable thing about this week was that it made for a great month of October. Still one more trading day left in October, but the Dow has gained 10.7% this month. That is its biggest one-month gain since 1976, just when you thought the markets had tanked for the year. Wall Street has gained ground for four straight weeks. For the week, the Dow was up 5.7% this week. The S&P 500 index up 3.9%. The Dow rallied 828 points today alone. Dimitri, Hillary. Thank you so much, Jeff. Our other big story is more information about a local school bus driver arrested for doing his job drunk with students aboard. First on WTOP, our Megan Cloherty reports, he wasn't just under the influence, he was driving without a license. 44 children from D.C.'s Merch Elementary School were on that charter bus, operated by Troy Reynolds of Oxon Hill, when police say he veered off the road into a ditch in Chantilly, not far from merging onto I-66 on the way back to D.C., on the DMV Download podcast, Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says Reynolds' blood alcohol content was .20. His license was actually revoked in Virginia because of a previous DWI, and his license was suspended in the state of Maryland. So there's no way on God's green earth he should have been driving that school bus. We reached out to the charter bus company and are awaiting comment. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. It's now 4.05, and it's a new trend in teaching students to read but not everybody thinks it's a good idea. D.C. and other local school districts are using the Science of Reading program, which starts with a focus on phonetic awareness. Which means that it can be replicated across classrooms, schools, and student learning environments. Interim Assistant Superintendent Elizabeth Moss. The lessons are sequential. They build on each other, and they provide students with feedback. Reading is complex. Local reading specialist Marty Matiak says shifting from a comprehension focus can be problematic. I just fear we're throwing out the baby with the bathwater because reading isn't just a coding. It's far more complex than that. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Hey, who doesn't love getting an extra hour of sleep? But next week when we turn the clocks back, parents might see their children's sleep patterns disrupted. Now, there are some things you can do to make that a little easier on everyone. According to Dr. Taish Hall-Brown, a clinical psychologist and director of behavioral sleep medicine at Children's National Medical Center, there are steps you can take to help your child adjust to the fall time change. If you have a bedtime of 9 o'clock each night, try to maintain that. Try for more outside time for kids. Take advantage of the light hours because it'll also help our bodies to get back into a good routine. Try skipping naps for school aged children. If a child naps during the day, they decrease their sleep need at night. And establish a cozy before bedtime routine and make sure your child's bedroom is dark and the bed is inviting and comfortable. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband seriously hurt after being attacked by an intruder. This was at the couple's San Francisco home early today. We're going to check in live with Washington Week's Yamichelle Sindor, 407. With almost everything in life, you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible internet plans, giving you all the services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com policies. Restrictions apply. 
If you have equity in your home, let Cap Center put it to work with a cash out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash out refi with Cap Center gives you more to work with. I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced, and with the money for my cash out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen. Get more with a Cap Center cash out refinance. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Glad to have you with us at 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we start with Dave Dildine in the traffic center. And from Gaithersburg to Clarksburg, we're slow northbound on 270, past Father Hurley Boulevard. Much earlier in the afternoon, there was a crash involving a Mazda on the right. More recently, something involving a bus with a lane reblock there. And then more activity downstream north of 121 on the left, but that's back on the median for now. All around the region, the crash count is relatively low. There's not much going on. I mean, there's a lot of heavy Friday traffic, and there's plenty of congestion around the Beltway and between the Beltways on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. But nothing much to write home about. 50 eastbound, just a brief delay, stepping over the Severn River, wide open at the Bay Bridge. Into D.C., coming off the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on 295, southbound traffic leads under Eastern Avenue toward one broken down in the right lane, and then south toward East Capitol Street, slow. Northbound traffic will be heavy much of the way from southeast to northeast on 295 and on 395 through southwest between the tunnels and 14th Street Bridge. In Virginia, southbound of the George Washington Parkway near CIA, a work zone, and then slow traffic underneath the Memorial and Rosa and uh, 14th Street bridges, but that's nothing unusual. Uh, deeper into Virginia on 66, westbound heavy at, uh, in stretches between the Beltway and Centerville. 95 northbound. It would be slow on a fall Friday, but it is uh, very slow northbound through Prince William County right now because of the broken down truck between Prince William Parkway and 123. Heavy duty wreckers are working on it and they are keeping the right lane blocked. Southbound from Springfield to Fredericksburg. No surprises into Stafford County. It is slow, but it's uh, unusually slow southbound south of Fredericksburg with an incident likely going on now near or just prior to arriving at exit 126 Spotsylvania Route 1. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Here's Amelia Draper. The clouds persist for the rest of the day today with overnight lows in the 40s. A cloudy start tomorrow morning and then the clouds break up throughout the day with a nice Saturday afternoon. Highs in the low to mid 60s. Partly then mostly cloudy on Sunday. Temperatures in the low 60s. On Monday, there's the chance for rain, mainly later in the day. Plenty of dry time with cloudy skies and highs in the mid to upper 60s. We warm to around 70 on Tuesday with a chance for some scattered showers. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Okay, right now Rockville is at 58, Ashburn 55, and District Heights 58. Looking out the window of the WTOP studios, we see clouds uh, and, and, and beautiful leaves, too. And sometimes but, a little bit of sunshine sneaks bit. through. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, heading down to the 40s overnight, we're brought to you by Long Fence. Say 15% on Long Fence decks pavers and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 410. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her family are heading back to San Francisco, where her husband Paul was attacked by an intruder with a hammer today. 
The 82-year-old uh, Paul Pelosi is in the hospital, and we have n- learned that the assailant has been arrested. Police say when he was in the house, he started shouting, where is Nancy? Let's take you live now to Yamish Alcindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS. And Yamish, as we've been asking so many probing questions about the future of our democracy, our security, this aspect of attacks on lawmakers and their families has been of great concern to national security experts. What are your thoughts and what is your analysis as we learn more about this attack? Certainly, uh, we know that threats to lawmakers have been on the rise. In one case, uh, NBC News reports that it's something like 144% of an increase between 2017 and 2021. And then we've also heard that the Capitol Police now, they're going to be looking at a review of security for lawmakers in the wake of this attack on Paul Pelosi. I'm I'm struck by just how scary this is. We're, we're going into the election day, going closer to the election day, just 11 days away. And the details that we're learning are very scary. This man, David DePoppy, 42 years old, he allegedly broke into Pelosi's home. Um, He allegedly hit her husband in the head with a hammer multiple times. He was screaming. Police officers say allegedly, we we are waiting for Nancy. Where, Where is Nancy? He threatened to tie up Paul Pelosi until Nancy Pelosi came home. And it was only that afterwards that Paul Pelosi um, was able to, at some point when the man was distracted, call 911 himself. That's what the, the NBC News is reporting, citing a family member who is now, of course, with Nancy Pelosi on her way back to San Francisco, where her husband is essentially in surgery. I think it's all just very scary and really underscores the danger that's out there. We don't know the motives yet, so I want to be very cautious about that. But we, but the Wall Street Journal is reporting that this man, David DePappy, he had right-wing conspiracy theories on the social media. Again, without knowing the motive, it's hard to speak about it. But we are living in a sort of tense and scary political time. You're very plugged in, Yamish. Have you been hearing from people on the Hill from other lawmakers and, and what they're sensing about this? I have been hearing from other people, and what people are sensing is that this is yet another example of why lawmakers are at times very fearful of doing their jobs and why we've seen a number of lawmakers really come out in support of trying to push back on conspiracy theories, election deniers, and trying to really double down on the fact that the American democracy in their mind is on the line here. I'm also thinking about the fact that just today, as this, as we're learning about this, uh, as, as this attack, a man who threatened to kill Representative Eric Swalmail pleaded guilty today. That was Joshua Hall, who said that he was under inebriated or something like that, um, but who threatened to kill another lawmaker. So to me, it's very scary when you think about just the times that we're living in. I've definitely been someone who, is, who has knows firsthand sort of what it feels like to be targeted by conspiracy theories. And I think that, that so many people around this country, but especially in Washington, D.C., are coming to terms today with just the real dangers that a lot of this poses. Oftentimes, we're sort of talking about dangers to democracy and sort of democracy being online and people think of it as this lofty sort of of theoretical conversation when here you have Paul Pelosi now having to deal with the real effects possibly of, of the political discourse being at this dangerous level. We know you're going to lend all that insight and experience you were talking about to your panel tonight and we look forward to watching Yamish. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks Yamish. Thank you. Yamish Alcindor, she's moderator of Washington Week. That's tonight at 8 on TV 26. Sports next. Chris Jenkins is the police chief of Culpeper, Virginia. He's been a police officer for 45 years. I've spent a lifetime protecting this community. That's my only agenda. That's why, even though I'm a Republican, 
I support Abigail Spanberger. Abigail is a former law enforcement officer who always supports the police. She voted to increase funding to police departments because she knows it increases public safety. Abigail puts country and community over party. Spanberger's opponent, Yesley Vega, was recently caught on tape saying she doubts rape leads to pregnancy. I thought I had seen everything until that. I was shocked. As a former police officer, Vega should know better. And her bashing the FBI and defending those who attacked the Capitol is dangerous. I trust Abigail Spanberger to do what's right. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. One, eight, seven, seven, cards for kids. K-A-R-S, cards for kids. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. George is pounding on the counter, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> well, it's Friday, getting fired up. we got a big weekend yeah, coming I mean, up, football coming got up. got me excited, too. There you go. It's going to be tough for Washington Sunday. Going to be without one of the defensive leaders, and Cole Holcomb is going to be out with the foot injury. Uh, John Dotson, we know, out as well. William Jackson will miss the game also. Logan Thomas, questionable. Hopes to be back as the uh, commander's facing a rookie quarterback. Could be a tough uh, in uh, Indianapolis on Sunday, looking for a third straight win. The other rumor of the day that his team is fielding calls on Antonio Gibson, Ron. Rivera says absolutely not. They are not trading the running back. World Series game one tonight. Justin Verlander at home against Aaron Nola. Astros, Phillies, best of seven begins this evening. Wizards home to the Pacers. Wizards off to a good three and one start to the season. Indiana comes in one and four. George Wallace, WTLB Sports. Thank you so much, George. Now to the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Paul Pelosi, the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, was attacked at the couple's San Francisco home early this morning. A suspect has been charged. Attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, and several other additional felonies. San Francisco Police Chief William Scott says they are still looking for a motive. Paul Pelosi is expected to make a full recovery. The speaker was not in San Francisco at the time. Rock and roll's first bad boy, Jerry Lee Lewis, is dead. The untamable, outrageously talented musician infused his work with crazy energy and songs like Great Balls of Fire, Whole Lot of Shaking Going On. Lewis set his piano on fire literally and metaphorically. The man who called himself the killer was 87. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. And coming up for you in Money News. The Dow finished the day up 829 points today. I'm Jeff Glabaugh. WTOP News Time 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's watching your traffic. And at the Anacostia River Bridges from the 11th Street Bridge, normal volume delays heading out on D.C. and Interstate 295. Upriver, though, disappointing outbound delays past Barney Circle and on the Sousa Bridge. Caller said the signals at Pennsylvania Avenue and Minnesota Avenue are once again misbehaving and shortchanging outbound drivers on the Sousa Bridge on Pennsylvania Avenue. Inbound traffic is slow on 295 South at Eastern Avenue with one broken down in the right lane. At the Potomac River Bridges, all systems normal. Congestion without incident on 395 in D.C. and Virginia. 
on 95 southbound from Springfield to Stafford. Slowest between Quantico exit 148 and Centerport Parkway 136. But southbound through Fredericksburg, delays lead to a car crash. Caller says the rescue response at exit 126 Spotsylvania is blocking two left lanes. Northbound traffic will remain heavy through Prince William County, but the broken down truck near 123, it's clear. On the Capitol Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, volume delays not quite as intense as yesterday. A little more telework on Fridays and no incidents on the Beltway. But on 270 northbound, it is still slow. Gaithersburg through Germantown. There is an incident north of Father Hurley Boulevard called in as a crash involving a bus. I'm not sure which lane it's blocking. I think the last crash that happened there involving a Mazda was on the right side. And I think this one's a new one. The crash that happened north of 121 is clear. 95 in Baltimore, Washington Parkway, Beltway to Beltway without delay. Westbound on 100 through Hanover. There's a crash after 295, and that is uh, along the left side and on route 50 eastbound it's now slow through annapolis at the severin river there's a crash on the bridge before ritchie highway and this one is blocking the left side route 50 eastbound you got to stay right over the severin river toward broad neck biometric technologies have changed how we protect our identity idemia solutions are designed with privacy in mind learn more at identitywithintegrity.com dave dildine wtop traffic storm team four's amelia draper is back with us how do we look for the next few days well, for the next few days, we're tracking dry weather. Our next chance of rain comes on Monday and mainly later in the day. Tonight, plenty of clouds across the area. Some hints of sunshine in parts of the region, especially into Maryland and northern Loudoun County. But overall, the clouds went out tonight. And tomorrow morning, we'll start out with clouds. But then the clouds diminish throughout the day tomorrow. Skies become partly sunny with temperatures cooling into the 40s for lows tonight. Highs tomorrow in the low 60s. As we look to Sunday, we'll start off with part cloudy skies become mostly cloudy throughout the day as that storm system that impacts the area on Monday moves toward the area. Low 60s again for highs on Sunday. Monday temperatures in the upper 60s. Currently 58 in College Park, 57 in Tyson's and 58 in Camp Springs. And that is brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts visit newlookhomedesign.com. It's 421 Dimitri Sotis. Yes. It's Academic, which I host, the world's longest-running TV quiz show on Earth, has a new home. Oh, good. Yeah, we're debuting tomorrow on WIDA TV 26. People can catch the show uh, two times at 10 a.m. and then again at 7 p.m. The teams are Herndon, Washington Liberty, and W.T. Woodson. So cool. How yeah. many how many decades are we talking for It's Academic? Uh, well, it's the 62nd season. 62nd. Isn't that amazing? And you've been at it for how long? This is my 11th or 12th year. I have to think about it. Always fun to watch. Well, I thanks. didn't know the show went back that far. Though. It goes back that yeah. far. Isn't that amazing? So, WIDA TV 26 at 10 and 7. Very good. And coming up here on WTOP. Why surveillance video of an officer shot during training in a D.C. library is not being released. I'm Christy King. 422. You know the story. Oil companies raking in record profits as they jack up gas prices. Sky-high prescription drug costs and medical deaths. And some of the most profitable corporations paying no taxes. But one leader is on the job fighting for Maryland families. Our Senator Chris Van Hollen. In touch and always listening. Van Hollen gets it. I don't know about you, but I get pretty steamed when big money special interests get their way at our expense. That's why we're fighting back. We stood up to Big Pharma, and now we're cutting prescription drug prices. We took on Big Oil, and now we'll produce more clean energy and lower your costs. 
We want our fight to make the richest corporations pay more of their fair share in taxes. That's Chris Van Hollen. He's on our side. I'm Chris Van Hollen, and I approve this message because I'll take on any fight to make things better for all Marylanders. Paid for by Van Hollen for Senate. This is WTOP News. 423. It's been almost three months since a D.C. library police officer was shot and killed during a training exercise. And next Wednesday, a grand jury will announce whether there's enough cause to indict the retired D.C. police officer who pulled the trigger. We are trying to get the surveillance camera. Shereen Mannion is the mother of D.C. Library Special Officer Marissa Mannion, who was fatally shot August 4th. It happened during baton training at Anacostia Library. It's not been given to us nor our attorney. You know, we want to know what's going on. What are they hiding? The library's general counsel says the video will not be released. Doing so could potentially interfere with witnesses testifying in the grand jury reviewing charges in the case. Christy King, WTOP News. In Maryland, a hit-and-run crash has turned deadly, and Montgomery County police are frantically trying to find the car and its driver. The Montgomery County Department of Police is investigating what is now a fatal collision. The victim was 19 years old, hit while trying to cross the street in the Wheaton area Sunday by Georgia Avenue and Janet Road. The driver did not remain on the scene. And the victim, William Villa Vicencio, was critically injured and ultimately did not survive. Montgomery County Assistant Police Chief Mark Yamada. This vehicle should have damage to the right front bumper and is missing the right side view mirror. He says investigators believe it's a dark red or maroon vehicle, possibly a Honda Accord. At Montgomery County Police Headquarters, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. By the way, police are offering a $10,000 reward to anyone who can help locate that car. More traffic cameras and lower speed limits may be coming to the nation's capital. In 2015, Mayor Muriel Bowser announced a Vision Zero plan with a goal of reducing traffic deaths in the district to zero by 2024. Despite major money going into the plan, deaths have been trending upwards over the past seven years. So the district is vowing to do more. More traffic cameras, closer looks at reducing speed limits, more traffic patrols, and a bigger focus on equity in the areas where more of these fatalities occur in Ward 7 and 8. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Jeff. It was a very prosperous day. The Dow finished today's session up 829 points. The S&P 500 up 94. Those are 2.5% gains. The Nasdaq up 310 points. That was 2.9%. The Dow has gained ground for four straight weeks now. Amazon stock briefly fell below $100 a share after forecasting much weaker than expected sales heading into the holidays. Higher interest rates are good for banks. McLean-based Capital One's interest income rose 14% last quarter, but it also wrote off more than $900 million for uncollectible credit card balances. The D.C. area's biggest government IT contractor has plenty of work. McLean-based Booz Allen Hamilton had $2.3 billion in revenue last quarter. Profits were up 10%. Booz Allen has $32 billion in future contracts on the books. Booz Allen Hamilton has 14,000 employees in the D.C. area. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. What if road trips didn't have roads? What if there were no interstate highways to travel on or breathtaking national parks to travel to? Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if. All thanks to federal workers like you. 
That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. GEHA. Sis, can you keep a secret? Of course. I had that light bulb moment everyone talks about. I found the one, Stace. <gasps> I'm going to ask her. Really? When? This Christmas.